0: This podcast is for conversation and educational purposes only. I am not a mental health clinician that's allowed to give you medical advice to go do some dumb shit. Yes, I said dumb shit. I do curse to express my individuality. So if that offends you, then please don't fucking listen. Now y'all, Enjoy the show. I'm tired of that bullshit. tired of that bullshit. Toxic people in relationships. see people in relationships. They be dealing with the narcissist. Are you dealing with the narcissist? Down in every argument. Down in every argument. In every argument. Are you fighting your depression. Are you fighting your depression? I'm trying to figure out the lesson. Damn, what's the lesson? You're looking for a soul. yet, you yet. But the dating scene ain't looking great. Well, I'm two keys and I'm in time. What's up? I'm gonna help you lay them burdens down. Help you lay them down. So please enjoy this episode of the Sexy Nurse Chronicles. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sexy Nurse Chronicles podcast. How y'all, how y'all doing? Yes, this is episode number four. And a bitch got a new mic. I know y'all hear me. Mic check, mic check. So... First of all, thank you guys for tuning in and showing your support. Um, On this episode, we are going to, of course, it's a series, y'all. It's a series of narcissism. So I'm still piggybacking off of um, Mia Warren's book. So we're going to talk about the 11 signs that you probably grew up with a narcissistic parent so like I said it talks about kind of ties into what we talked about the last episodes but these are the signs that you you mm-hmm, probably grew up with one and if you didn't this might not apply then let it fly but if it does you feel me I feel you so on this episode though it's going to be part one so we're just going to go from one to six I'm gonna bless y'all with a segment and we're gonna get it poppin'. So. One sign that you grew up with a narcissistic mother or father, but we're going to put it in mother terms, is she had a strong or has a strong sense of superiority. Her self-image is inflated by how of a wonderful mother she is and that she's better than any other human beings and that she can do no wrong, no wrong. So do you think you'll ever get any apologies out of people like this? Never. Okay. Um They they could be dead ass wrong. This goes for my ex husband and my mom. In both situations, it's like you're doing things and saying things that really you know and I know are not logical. But you are so in your feelings and you cannot control your feelings to the point where you feel like I'm going to down you to get my way, period, because it's all about control. You are never really a real person. You are a toy, a puppet that they just use. I'm going to call you Elmo. Okay, moving along. The second sign that you probably grew up with a narcissistic mother is the manipulation. We talked about this last few episodes, which uses skillful control to get what she wants and using it in negative ways. Like I said before, we all manipulate people in some kind of form or fashion. But in, A lot of times you can do it in a good way, but these type of people, they do it for their own good and they use them in the wrong ways, even if it's toxic and they know it don't make no damn sense until they just come up off this narcissistic rage, anger. And now they are sorry, but don't know how to say sorry because they're too immature. Because they lack the capacity, the brain cells to even see somebody else's point of view. Mm. So, the third sign that you probably grew up with a narcissistic mother is she lives her dreams and goes through you. Not your dreams and goals, but hers. And Lord forbid, like I said last episode or two, Lord forbid you you don't succeed in what you want to do when they told you that you couldn't do it because they were trying to um, get you off your game, all off your game, when really they're jealous because you are anointed and appointed for the job that they wish that they could do. And they wish they had the heart that they had, but they know that they they don't. So they try to manipulate you and make you feel like the bad person when, honestly, baby girl, bro, you're the chosen one, period. They hate that because they know that they weren't naturally selected. They had to make themselves. They have to play these games. They have to convince everybody. But the thing is, your personal life has to balance out with your with with your professional life. And if it doesn't, you're going to be off balance because we all know about this chakra, baby. Your third eye is going to be closed like a motherfucker, like a bitch just boop, blooped you in the eye. Just saying. Like that third eye, being aware, being intuitive, you know, that's a gift. But you have to be open and free from distress. And narcissists, they bring the stress to confuse you, to blind you, to make you feel like you're nothing without them. But then when you flourish, when you flourish like a tree, like a like a, like a pretty rose, like a vine, like a, a cocoon, that turns into a pretty little butterfly. When you when you flourish without them, then they have to sit in their own mess and say, What did I do? You could have ate at this table. You could have ate at this table. I've never been a stingy person. I always gave more than I received. Maybe that's the problem. You took more from me and you never gave back. So now that I'm not giving you the opportunity to even um, determine what I get, I determine what I get now. That's a sense of liberation that no man, no woman, no mama, no daddy, no cousin, no roach, no broach, no hope, no nothing can take from you. What God has for you can no man take away. Not even that broke ass nigga or that, that low down ass man or that no good ass hoozy. Okay? What is for you is for you, baby. It's for you. So, hey, you made your bed, baby. Now it's time to lay in it. I pray for the next woman because I know that you're gonna finesse her off her feet, make her feel like she's this, and make me feel like I'm crazy. Only I'm for you to slide in and pray. Deep and dope, dipping low in the grass, like on one of them planet earth uh, little sitcoms. And then you go for the kill. See, the thing is, if you never learn from what you've been through, you'll never accomplish. But you were supposed to learn to move on to the next level so you'll always be stuck. You can change relationships, but if you don't change your character, if you don't correct those wrongs, if you don't let go of that ego, you'll end up in the same situation over and over. I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired as hell of being in that situation all day, every day. I I choose me, I choose peace, I choose happiness. And I'm happy, whether other people um, agree or not. My happiness is not dependent on anybody's um, opinions because I have to worry about me. I have to pay my bills, take care of my kids. If I'm if I'm up if I'm sitting up in the psych ward, who who's gonna take care of me? None of you, because I'll be court ordered, and ain't none of y'all can't let me out. I know, but anyways, moving along. Mm. The fourth sign that you probably grew up with a narcissistic mother is her dependency on you, whether it be physical, emotional, and financial. They depend on you physically, honey. My mama was always, every Saturday morning, Friday morning, any help she could get just to come move some shit around Like, people would just want to come and visit and say hi. But she liked to put people to work. Like, can, can you move this transmission out in the backyard real quick and put it on my truck? Can you move that lead pipe in? Like, nobody came over here to work. We come over to say hi. But you're so worried about yourself and gaining something from somebody just to come say hi. Now don't nobody want to come fucking see you. Don't nobody want to come see you because you're going to put us to work. You know? And then, okay, emotionally. You're a punching bag. They depend on you emotionally. Now you're a punching bag. So and they need you to when something goes wrong, you're the first person they come to. Like I'm your child. Like you don't. I, I get it. You love me. Get, don't you? Got some friends? Can, can we? Can you see a therapist? Therapy is normal, y'all. By the way, and therapy has really, really helped me, and it can help you too. And your crazy ass mama. And if you ever deal with a na- narcissist, you gonna need some therapy. Just let you know. Better help is the bomb. I, they should be sponsoring me because I am repping them. BetterHelp.com. Uh, they match you up with people and um, you can pay for a weekly subscription. Just, it's like you're talking to your friend, but you don't have to hear their side of their life. You, think, you just tell them about yours and you talk through It's That's therapeutic. There's nothing wrong with that. So, moving along, y'all. So, the, oh, no financial. They abuse you financially too. So, they probably borrow money from you, probably never pay you back. Or if they do pay you back, you know, they're paying it something. I I had an issue, not gonna lie. Um, Jason got locked up and I needed some money for his bond. I asked my sister and I'm like, Jason, he's been there for you, bought you a car for graduation, live with us, we've helped you. I know that you could help us at this one time. Can you please help us? Like, he's, he's in jail. He ain't never been in jail before. This man, honey, he—you know—he still thinks he, he, he thought he was holy, in holier than that. Oh, I'm not gonna get—I'm not gonna get locked up. I'm just gonna get papers. Nigga did two years, and I had to pay my sister back over like three, four years. His debt. His, yeah. But that was the situation. But like the moment that they needed me, my mom and my sister. I'm going to pay you back in a few weeks. Okay, that's fine. I'll max out my card, my credit cards, this and that. Because I really want to prove my love because we never really had a good relationship. I'm trying to show my loyalty. Only for her not to pay me back this time, which I guess is karma or whatever. But it's like, you could have. But then bills came. So I used the money for bills when she did pay me. And she did. She did. But then by that time, we were evicted. And I still never got that love that I was searching for from her. So, like, you can't buy love. Either people going to love you, they going to love you. You know, if they're not, you can't buy love from sister, mother, brother, coach, roach, hoach. You just can't do it. So, I know it's sad to say. Uh, Number six. The sixth sign. Oh, no. Sorry. Y'all know I'll be mixing shit up. Number five. The fifth sign that you probably grew up with a narcissistic mother is her inflexibility with the rules, appearance, or whatever, anything that deviates from the perception of how she perceives you. And if you do otherwise, you are disobedient, you are disrespectful, you are ungrateful, and the entire world is going to hear about it. Yeah, these are the type of people that'll get mad at you, parents that'll get mad at you, and go tell what they think you did. I always tell their side to whoever will listen, just to humiliate you, just to humiliate you. And we're going to get on humiliation, too. But, I mean, it's really fucking sad that you would rather just, you'd be so mad. And not really looking at the context or looking at your side of accountability of how you played in this situation. You're gonna take the, the side where I was vulnerable, needed help, and I accepted your help. And the moment I really accepted your help, you pulled your help back because you were mad about something that was said or done. And I'm pregnant with your grandchild. Man, yeah, she pulled the house right from under me, y'all. Low down, low down, and then saw her in church. She sat in the next row, had the nerve to act like she would give me a hug, Grabbed my wrist so hard she broke the beads off the the, the the pearls off my off my bracelet fell on the ground, and I couldn't, I couldn't react. Cause we're in church, but like it's like she was saying, "Hey, I love you, bitch. Fuck you." and like grabbed my wrist and my my bracelet broke you know <sighs> y'all and so i, I want to make a point before i get to this six sign and get to this segment i want to get to a point i'm going i'm going i'm gonna, i'm going i'm going to lay it out there okay if you've been dealing with toxicity like this all your life like your parent I always try to make it hard for you they wanted to see you suffer to prove a point. And even as you got older, they got worse. Or you noticed that, like, you started surrounding yourself with good people, noticed that, like, hold on, my home life is, man, it's been horrible. It's been, like, slick traumatic, though. Thank God I made it through it. I didn't see, like, what I was going through because I suppressed it. But, like, it was horrible. And so for some people to say, Oh, well y'all y'all need to stop it. Y'all need to cut it out. Y'all need to get along. First of all, you never had a motherfucking abusive mom. You never had a mom that'll steal from your kids. You've never had a mom that will down you. You never had a mom that would told you was a burden. You never had a mom that called you a bitch. You never had a mom I'm sorry, y'all ain't trying to you never had a a traumatic unhealthy relationship with them. I don't give a fuck who it is. Did I say if it's a fox, it's a box, it's a roach, it's a coach. If, if, if it defies who you are, if it causes you, if they cause you anxiety, you have the right to let them go. Love them from afar. Love them from afar. Love them from afar. Period. Because at the end of the day, if they drive you so crazy, you're 60, 70 years old in a psych hospital because you're still crying about your mama, who's in there with you? You and them damn voices. So therefore, no, don't let them drive you crazy. You have the right to let it go. If it's an a, a emotionally, financially, physically abusive man, I don't give a fuck if you have kids. You have the right to let Go Because your kids, they may struggle at first. He might try to turn them against you at first. But eventually, in the end, they're going to see who was there for them the entire time. Who's showing love to them the entire time. Who would die for them? Who has a heart of gold that goes out here and does for people that they don't even know? Strangers, good-ass person, just getting up, on your grind, going to school, going to work, whatever it takes to get it. If these type of people come against you, God is always going to turn it around for his glory. And those same people that dug a ditch for you, they're going to end up falling in it. True story. True story. My, my ex-husband right now, he he's still preaching on Facebook. But he'll never talk, tell you about the time that he threw uh, Captain D's at me because I was mad because he was taking forever to bring me food and I was hungry. So I came, I'm like, dude, did you have to go around the corner and go here and go there, man? I'm hungry. Like, why you didn't bring, just threw the food at me. Then turned around, I was like, man, we got to stop doing this. And just started hugging me and started praying on me. And I'm just like, dude, get off of me. And the and the more I pushed him off, the tighter he got to the point where I just, he was praying, I kicked the shit out of him. He fell back, y'all, he, he was like, he fell back in the air, like, eh, bow, like on the... Dude, now all this shit on the ground, you you touching your lip, you holding your lip, you shouldn't have never put your hands on me. That, that toxic shit, let that shit go. Let's lay these burdens down, y'all. It's time to heal. So we're going to get to the six sign that you grew up with a narcissistic parent, and then I'm going to hit you guys with a... Segment, so number six, the sixth sign that you probably grew up with, a narcissistic mom, is she was neglectful of her child, often putting her needs and her wants before her kids. My mama put men before us all her life, all of her entire life. Yeah, she was a a kid having a kid. I give her that. So she didn't really get to experience being a kid and growing up. She went from young child to basically adult. She was emancipated at a very young age. You know, she went through some traumas, dramas, or whatever. But um, she put men before us. Like, we, we we used to live, me and my, we used to live in this big ass house, kerosene heaters, they would go out. She'd be over a boyfriend's house while me and my sister be in the fucking freezing cold, up in the bed, trying to get together just the to whole heat. I mean, I done seen so many come and go, come and go. Every man she meets, she gonna marry, you know? It got to the point where my sister got old, and I was like, you know what? I got my own place now. You don't have to move him. Fuck him. We don't know, we don't know this man she with. She always with some, you can come live with me. And my sister always had a place in my house, but somewhere along the way, she forgot where her help came from. I don't know if it's the jealousy. I don't know if it's what my mama said. I don't know what it is, but I've always wished the best for her. And I always will to this day. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to take any abuse from anybody. And I'm letting you know, guys, you don't have to put the motherfucking burdens down. Get your shit together. Heal over time. You come back to him, maybe, you know, make it right. But, you know, fuck that. Family doesn't make you familiar. Just because you're, you were born in my family, that makes you a relative. That don't make you family. I got family who supports me, who doesn't try to make it hard for me. So with that being said, things are getting a little heavy. So we're going to turn it into the Surviving Love with Two Keys. Surviving Love, love. with Two Keys the You gotta be your baddie For me to call your daddy If you want to fuck with me be really spooky They wanna be your boogie Survive in love with two keys They rubbing all your booty. if they don't have my and Then they have nothing for me Cause I'm the baddest bitch And I know I got to get it So, on this episode of surviving love I do not have an actual person's name I actually have a group of people of men that I've dated over the last little few little few little few and I've grown to realize that there are some insecure ass men out there can I get an amen can I get an amen can the church say amen where my wings at where my amen hmm. amen so um I'm going to give y'all the seven signs of an insecure man. So if you are a successif- a successful female, you're trying to get out here, you're doing your thing, you're going to school, you're working, you're trying to date, but some men just want to require more of your time than you're willing to give, especially in the beginning you know, there there are some insecurities. So I'm going to hit y'all with the seven signs real quick on surviving Love with Two Keys. Number one, he showers you with gifts. So basically what he's trying to do is he's trying to compensate for what he is lacking. You hear me? So this doesn't sound bad, right? But a few thoughtful presents are very different to someone trying to buy your affection. Probably because they got a little bit of he got a little one okay but um yeah so like when a guy's trying to show you extra gifts you're like why are you doing this like you're sweet but you know some women will take advantage of it you know those are hoes that ain't got no souls but for us to actually do have like a soul like eh, i feel awkward by all the gifts you're giving me like i feel like you're trying to overcompensate number two He's rushing things. Yes, yes, ma'am. He is trying to get you in a relationship before he even takes you on a date. Damn, you want to be my man? You want me to deactivate my dating account? Where you make me from because you want me out to yourself? Nigga, prove yourself worthy. Because if you ain't worthy, you ain't getting the, mm-mm, No, we're not doing that. And so it says here as flattering as it seems, a man declares his love for you early on. Beware. He moving too damn fast. That's where it comes to boundaries. Women, stick to your boundaries. If your gut says something is wrong, red alarm, ring, ring, ring. Something is wrong. Ring the alarm, bitch. Ring the alarm. The cytokines are coming out. Like, yeah, I had to go nursing real quick. But yes, Ring the alarm seriously. He's moving too fast. He's insecure. He wants to secure you before you can actually realize who he is. And once you realize who he is, now you don't want him. You kind of stuck like Chuck. No, we ain't doing that, bro. We ain't doing that. So the third side is he's jealous of your friends and your family. So when you go hang out with your friends, uh, who you going out with? Where y'all going? Who is that's that fuck you at. asking you, like, this is my family. I don't give a fuck if you remember him from Adam and Eve. If I say you've met him and this is my family and you still try to, man, that's some sucker shit. What are you, grape, strawberry, scrawberry? What are you? You a sucker. <laughs> mm. Moving along. Number four, y'all. He stalks you on social media, bitch. He is watching your ass. He is on your ass. Ass. that's if he's not um because you don't block him but he could he could be logging in his cousin's account his sister's account his mama watching you he's good you know you you're gonna have to block all them hoes you're gonna have to block mom i mean they ain't no hoes but to my mom but you know what i mean but like this fact that they'll, they'll go at baby but i'm gonna tell you one thing about miss shine nurse two keys key Kiki. Key key. Follow me, please, because I'm going to give you some positive shit. I'm going to turn around and, and make your life golden because I'm going to influence you with some good stuff. So, yes, please watch me and please understand who he, who what, what I've been dealing with. And if you can't, oh, well, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Moving along. Number five, he picks fights with you. Like, how did this little bitty thing become a whole fucking argument? And, it, and then it goes to the extreme. So it's like when it's good, it's good, but when it's bad. You're a fucking asshole, ladies. You deserve better. Period. Mm. Number six, he wants to spend all your time together. Like I just spent, I just met you yesterday. That's what I need. I should have. I should have made this episode. Called, I just met you yesterday. Like, no, seriously. Like, I we've been talking all week. I spent all weekend with you. The one day that I want to do my podcast and do some music, you got an attitude. Oh, no, 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 no. What I was doing before you, I'm going to do after you because I don't need you. Yeah. Ladies, get it together. Keep keep what you're doing because at the end of the day, all you got is you, baby. That's it. That's it. Number seven, he compares himself to your ex. Well, he brings up your ex all the time. Like, damn, you think about th- my ex more than I do. Do you want to fuck him? Yeah. Do you? I mean, damn. Or you come? Oh, I, I did this, and your ex is this, and I did. Oh, cause you ain't a man, you can't stand by yourself, so you got to compare yourself to make you feel better. Stand on your own, on your ten motherfucking toes, ten toes down. Hmm. But you know, some men don't know how to do that. They have to compare themselves. I ain't comparing myself to nobody, cause baby, I know I'm unique. So y'all, those are the seven signs of an insecure man. I'm telling y'all. If y'all see him. Run, bitch, run. So, that's it for this episode, y'all. I'm so glad y'all could tune in. I love y'all. Thank you so much for the support. Y'all keep it going. I'm going to keep it going. We going, y'all. I love y'all so much. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. On the next episode, we're going to go through signs 7 through 11 that you grew up in a narcissistic home, that your mom was a narcissistic parent. And also, I got a nice, juicy, dear Kiki segment coming up next episode, guys. But first and foremost, you deserve better. Okay? Baby, you deserve better. I don't give a damn if you're trying to hold on to people that you've known for years. It'll be the ones that have only known you for moments that will support you more. Let that shit go if it's toxic. I don't care who it is. If it's your mama, if it's your daddy, I'm, I'm, finna, I'm finna Dr. Seuss y'all ass. If, if it's a fox, if it's in a cot, it's Green eggs and ham, nigga, I don't want it. I don't want it, period. No more drama, y'all. It's gonna be 2022. So y'all, thank you so much, like I said, for tuning in. I love y'all. God bless y'all. And until we meet again,